0: What does a messy garage have to do with preventing burnout?
1: Broadcasting from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio at the Gas South Convention Center in Duluth, Georgia, it's time to design your life on Status Life with Lita. Status Life with Lita is presented by Derek Hayes Law at 404-777-Hert and by Five Strands Affordable Testing. Invest in your health at fivestrands.com.
0: Hello everyone and welcome to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. I'm the host of the show, Derek Hayes, and I'm here to introduce the star of our show, Miss Lita Brooks Hayes. I stumbled there for a second. Did you hear that? It has happened. Yeah, I can't believe it. But nonetheless, Lita has been working as an interior designer for over 20 years. She's incredibly talented and is now designing, blogging, and podcasting full-time. If that wasn't enough, Lita is a mother of two and now two more and devotes her time to teaching others how to achieve their goals and live life to the fullest. She sums it up best in her branded hashtag, Design Your Life. See, I got through the rest of it pretty well. You're
2: great. Always, always, always. Well,
0: there's a reason. What's that? Because we've been relaxed and enjoying the vacation. Oh, we're not in work mode. No, that's
2: what it is. There you go. We're tan, and we just got back in the country. We've been in Jamaica. That's right. Yes. And when you're in
0: Jamaica, you relax, you rest, you come back to the real world, and it's tough to get back in full speed.
2: You know, I hadn't thought about it, but this is a perfect lead into today. See, I can't talk either. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should have waited a week. I'm just kidding. Uh, going into our Jamaica trip, which was our one-year anniversary trip. I know we've taken our listeners on the journey of our marriage and the wedding and the hiccups that came with that and just all the things. Uh, And so we are a year removed from that. We took our anniversary trip. But going into the trip, and Derek, you said this on the trip. You asked me, what, even on the trip, you said, what was the number one thing you know, the memory, the moment of Jamaica. And I you know I said, oh, snorkeling was fun, and we ate here, it was fun, and we had our best friends with us. And I asked you the next day, I said, you know, what's your answer to that question? Mm-hmm. And answer it. What did you say? What was the number one moment? Because this is relevant. And I thought, wow, he's right. You're 100% right. Wait, Go wait, ahead. Wait, wait, wait. I'm right No, about answer something? the question first. No, yeah, I like thank that you. Part.
0: So we got there, and we knew that the check-in time was 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, something like that. So we got there earlier because of our flight. We got to the resort. We were smart enough to put bathing suits in our in our carry-on luggage. So we then changed into our bathing suits, went straight to the beach and within 10 or 15 minutes we both had a drink in hand but more importantly we both fell asleep.
2: Yeah, we didn't even drink our drinks. So.
0: Exactly. But and I said that to me that was the funnest or best part of the, the trip because we finally took a deep sigh of relief, a breath and immediately rested yeah, which we rest. struggled to do that when we are in the the hustle and bustle of the normal daily activities between kids and work and everything else we're involved in—it was finally a chance to settle down. And as soon as you settle down, your body rests, you relax. Yeah, and, we and that was off. your moment.
2: Yeah, and it—it's it, huge because I've never, ever, ever in the five years we've been together, I've never seen you take a nap except on a beach in a tropical island. That's but right. that's what your body needs. Mm-hmm. Your mind needed to shut down. And that was the biggest part of it. And you answered it a little differently when I asked you in the elevator that day. You you said, I just needed to unwind. You just had yeah, this almost it. exasperated, oh, it, it felt so good to get away. It felt so good to unplug. And you, we slept a lot mm-hmm. at, on that trip. Went to bed early at night, slept in late, slept on the beach. It's like we almost couldn't catch up. And we're coming back and we're jumping in the hustle and bustle. And I was making the joke before the show, I've only had a few hours of sleep because I was doing a newsletter and I'm going on another trip and all these things start filling our time, even though I was adamant that I was going to take the Jamaican mentality the don't worry be happy and their ease of life and their pace of life and I was going to bring that that's what my takeaway from Jamaica was going to be and I've only been home for 48 hours and I'm absolutely not
0: doing that it may have been this morning was it this morning when I looked at you and said let's not erase the Jamaica you
2: did I know and I was grumpy and I yelled at a kid but he deserved it (laughs) wait wait
0: you (laughs) didn't just yell at a random kid it was your own kid and he was trying to get him ready for school so that that works yes
2: anyway he deserved it but it, it set the tone for my morning, and I've shaken that off, and he apologized, and I'm, I apologize. And, he, and these are the little moments, right, that sure. we get wrapped up in. The but is that's this is going to be fantastic because all of that mentality, all of that needed rest, all of that mindset is what we're going to talk about today. And Which is always
0: good. We always need to learn more about how to rest.
2: Always, always. And we have a very special guest in studio with us today, and I'm going to introduce her now. Her name is Hope Cook, and Hope, welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you. And Hope and I, we met, we are both in a business mastermind, and you were actually the co-leader of the mastermind when I first joined. I was one of the, the beta testers. We were going to see if this really worked as a concept, and it does. Yes. I mean, it works. This is a phenomenal organization that you and Amy really came up with, and she's taken it and run with it, but you and I are both still in it together. And all right, let me just give a little background in your credentials, sure. and then we're going to dive into today's topic. So, Hope, you are a physician assistant in dermatology, and you are also a certified life coach. And those two things may sit in two very opposite fields, but they really work for you. And I know personally, what we're going to talk about is exhaustion and burnout, and we've done a whole series on this. You went through two rounds of burnout, which is what led you to becoming a life coach.
3: Yes, I was ready to leave medicine and turned in my notice and decided to take a life coaching course because I needed that. And I'd read tons of self-help books and I thought, well, you know, this is sort of the last step. You know, if I'm gonna save my career in medicine, if anything can do it, this would be it. So I did that and now I help other healthcare providers who are burned out.
2: That's amazing. And so I want to go back because I've talked a lot on air. We did, what, three shows, Derek, on my f- burnout. This is yeah, why it's, it's so passionate three. because when it, It's closed, come up
0: several times in other shows, but three specific shows. I think we did that. a
2: three-part series. You know, I talked a lot about what to look for, mm-hmm. using myself. I always put myself in the hot seat. I, I find that my yeah. best shows are what I'm actually going through. And so what we're going to take a deeper dive into today is I'm on the other side of burnout. I feel like I'm definitely have my groove back. You know, the stress is off. The heaviness is gone. But what I'm struggling with is the fear of going back to it, which is very real. Yes. Yeah. Um, But before we jump into that as a topic, and you're going to... Guide us through with all your life coaching skills and really tell us how to make sure that that doesn't happen. I want you to talk about your burnout journey a little bit.
3: Yeah, so my wake up call, I guess you would call it, was one day during lunch about, I don't know, eight years ago. I was at the library trying to escape from work like I usually did. And I got in a fender bender, and it wasn't a serious accident. But my very first thought was not about the car insurance or being late to see my one o'clock patient. My very first thought was disappointment that I wasn't injured enough to justify taking time off of work. Wow. And until that moment,
2: I had not realized how burned out I was. Wow. I can say when you gave that example, I remember thinking that about covid yeah. Not that I wanted it and right. I got it right off the bat and that was awful cuz I did get quite sick. But I remember thinking this is going to be amazing. I can That's finally take some time, be present with the kids, not have to go to my retail store, mm-hmm. put my design projects on hold. I just it was a different mindset. And where people were panicked and, and, and some horrible, you know, people lost their businesses, Mm -hmm. but I just needed that pause and Mm -hmm. almost wished it would have gone longer. I just embraced it
0: so much. I think that was the first time I put a puzzle together in many, many years. I know, and you love puzzles. Quarantined it at your house. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And I was so sick and achy with the body aches. The puzzle was on the coffee table. I couldn't even arch my back. Oh. It hurt so bad because I, I was not really feeling good. But anyway, that's about COVID. Derek, we've done all these burnout shows. We're about to jump in today. Do you have you had burnout?
0: Yes. I don't think anybody's gone through life without burnout. Uh, I've been been practicing law now for twenty-seven years. I think it is. Now I don't. There's never been a time when I don't enjoy what I'm doing. But there is the repetitive kind of claim that you deal with on a regular basis. There are the same adjuster issues that I deal with defense attorneys, mm-hmm. those kind of things that can be redundant, but nonetheless doing what I do in personal injury law, every single case is like a short story, different injuries, different kinds of wrecks, different kinds of negligence issues that require research and time. And, and so there is a way to kind of avoid that burnout by looking at every individual claim Standing on its own merit. It's not like I'm doing the same repetitive job every day, all day, because every claim is different, if that makes sense.
2: It does. I think that's a good way to answer it, but I'm not buying it. And what I mean by that is I understand that's what's inside the job, but what I'm asking is not getting home before 10 or 11 o'clock every night. Working on Saturdays, always bringing home huge legal boxes. And instead of playing golf with your buddies, working round the clock. That is your pace. Well, two
0: weeks ago, three weeks ago, I guess it was, I brought home a trial transcript that was right at 2,000 plus pages. And I read it in the weekend to get prepared for a mediation coming up. So I read medical records. I've got one now with 27,000 pages of medical records for one guy. Um, So yes, there are times where you can get burned out reading, again, medical records or trial transcripts, those kind of things. Uh, I've tried so many cases now, and I know what every part of the courtroom looks like. Uh, the joke is you can try a case blindfolded with your hands tied behind your back when you've done it so many times. But I still enjoy it. I know you I'm, do. I'm very competitive I know you do. by nature, and, and so ultimately my mindset is I'm always going to out-prepare and out-game the other side. Sure. Uh, strategically and, and effectively try the case and know their case better than they do their side of the case
2: i it's interesting because he does i know him i know him so well and he works himself to the grind mm-hmm. i mean just but he loves it and he never complains and he just it gets home after dark every night dinner's always cold but he would never, you know, he's not ready to slow down. Yeah. So I don't know what his burnout is going to look like <laughs> if it ever comes. It's different. Yeah. So it's different maybe than than what ours look like.
3: And I'm guessing, and tell me if I'm wrong, that watching him and his passionate pursuit that just never seems to end, that that has an impact on you as you look ahead and you try to get back into it. But you've got this fear that you mentioned. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. His passionate pursuit has led me to help out at the law firm and I've Mm -hmm. taken that on and we can talk about that with my little baby steps of switching gears and pivoting and doing different things with my career. There was a, what I thought was a, hole maybe in the law firm which was marketing social media and marketing i love
0: practicing law. i don't like practicing marketing
2: and and no i mean he again he's in his cases he's working his clients he's reading all these medical records but you still have to market the firm you have to put the social media out the videos all the things so i jumped into that role Mm -hmm. with to support his passionate pursuit and i love it and i love going to the office i do you know a couple times a week It's just the fear of, is that one thing that's going to get overwhelming? And then I have kids, and then I have Status Life with Lita, and the blog, and my interior design clients. And I had one text me today, and I have all these things. So I'm going to go back to where this conversation started for you and I, which was a few weeks ago. And in the mastermind that we talked about, you get paired, which we did that day, but um, Amy, who is our leader of the mastermind for this session... She, you know, breaks you out and you do an accountability call Mm -hmm. and you and I were paired up that week and for whatever reason, I just felt like I was drowning that day and I was talking really fast and I just said, oh, like it just pours out of me almost. I just get another adult on the phone. I'd probably been by myself in the house for too many hours and I even joked about (laughs) that. I was like, you're getting all of this. Um, but you said something to me that really stuck with me and I said, come hope, what is going on? Why do I just feel so frazzled? Why do I feel so stressed? And you said, you're just like me and you have too many irons in the fire. Yeah. And that is the fear. That is the fear of, I've already done this. I've already overcommitted myself to all of these things and I'm frustrated with myself because I'm not getting my blog done and all the different things. Um, and we unpacked that on the last show, we had another life coach, Cynthia, and, and, you know, she kind of hit, why is that so important to me? Why am I feeling the pressure of that? But I do, and it's very real. And yet I'm still not achieving the goals. And it's the fear I'm being stopped by the fear of going right back into that burnout that I was in in 2022.
3: Yeah. Tell me more about that fear. Where do you feel that in your body?
2: Uh, more anxiety based. Um, and of course, it, it starts in your brain where it's, oh, I didn't, I didn't put enough hours into status this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet, if I pull away and I put some designated time into status, well, shoot, I needed to do this for the law firm, and my kids have sports tonight, and I didn't wash their uniforms, or the house is a mess. I have all of the, you know, and then I'm doing interior design projects, and I've got a huge renovation happening, and have I run the mm-hmm. subs? appropriate today. And even saying it sounds like all these different things. My my old bio, even for this podcast, it used to be so long winded because it was in this, in this retail store, in this market, in this online. I mean, there was just so much and yeah. I've scaled all that back, but I'm still putting in all these little things. So yes. to answer your question, it starts in my head. It starts with time management for me. It starts with wanting to feel balanced, which we know is relatively unattainable. You can have a balanced day, mm-hmm. and then the next day maybe, you know, very unbalanced. Um, but I, I feel it with anxiety. I yeah. feel it with, and and I don't suffer from anxiety, but I know how that feels. Right. It's like, oh, I just, I didn't, I didn't accomplish what I needed to accomplish.
3: It's this tension. And you, you know, when you said too many irons in the fire, what I thought of is is there's a tool that I have in my toolbox, and it's called the living space tool. And if you'd like to explore that, that I think that would be a fun way to look at all these irons you have in the fire.
2: I'm writing that down. I'm taking notes. Living, okay. everyone who's listening. All right. We are about to unpack this. Yeah, so I'll living walk you space through tool. Is that yes. what you called it? Living space tool. Okay.
3: So life coaching is, I think of, you know, just like I said, a toolbox and I will pull out different tools to help you work through a problem. And then later you can always pull out that tool because once I teach it to you, you can use it at any point. So here's how it goes. I want you to imagine an area of your house or your car or your purse that feels bad. And I put bad in quotations. So think of an area that when you're in that room, when you're dealing with that drawer, when you're dealing with that whatever, that gives you a bad feeling.
2: Okay. It instantly comes to mind. Okay. Tell me what it is. It's my garage.
3: Okay. And I want you to describe it. Give me some adjectives.
2: Extremely cluttered, unorganized, messy.
0: Are you talking about my closet or yours?
2: I said garage. <laughs> I could definitely go to your closet. And I just have to shut the door on that. But I'm thinking of all the adjectives about the garage. Yeah, but de- disorganized, yes. messy, cluttered. I mean, those are the three things. Yeah. Um, um, I'm, well, Lita, what would
3: I see if I were standing in that garage?
2: All of those things. You would see, uh, specifically, yeah, what, boxes, what are we looking at? Okay. Bikes. Uh, lots of furniture. Mm-hmm. You would see the bikes. You would see four bikes. You would see, again, multiple pieces of furniture. You would see the golf cart. You would see
0: toolboxes and tools and, mm-hmm. um,
2: but brown boxes, you know, you would see all the books. We have an entire library that has been put in the garage because mm-hmm. the library
0: is under construction. Yeah. So as well as the basement, there's basement furniture in there. Well, right n-
2: now. Don't justify it. We haven't gotten to that <laughs> point yet. I'm telling her what she will see. And again, <laughs> yeah. we can go through why it's all there, no. but you know, we're not there yeah. yet. Yeah. Okay.
3: So imagine you are in that space and if you need to close your eyes, you can, but you have You are in the garage, you look around, you see all this unorganized chaos,
2: and how does that feel in your body? Extremely anxious. Yeah. Disappointing, uh, embarrassing, frustrating. Where do you feel it in your body?
3: Chest. And how does it feel? Is it a tightness? Is it a... um... It's more of a racing heart. Okay. All right. So now we're going to switch gears, and I want you to tell me about an area of your house that feels amazing when you're in it.
0: All right, let me pause real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good I idea. I'm going to pause, and, yeah. and I want you to think about this more instead of just really really quickly throwing something out there, because I want to talk about our sponsor first, and then go to a quick commercial break, and then we'll pick up so you can come back with that. Does that sound good? No, I'm putting you through the toolbox, too. That's why I, I want to run to the car. Yeah. <laughs> No, <laughs> no I didn't you're that doing in this yet. too. I'll be back in like 30 okay. minutes Okay, so, we so. do. We yeah.
2: have to pause for a quick commercial break. We will be right back uh, with the happy parts of my home.
0: Well, first, a reminder that Status Life with Lita is sponsored by Five Strands Affordable Testing. Gain personalized insights on how your body interacts with your diet and lifestyle patterns all they need is 5 strands of hair and you'll receive personalized results to help you reach your health and wellness goals visit fivestrands.com to learn more and lita also give them the uh, the code for your show with 5strands
2: lita10 L-E-T-A, okay. 10.
0: So when they go to place an order, they put in Leta 10. For 10% off. For 10% off of yes. five strands. So again, yes. visit five, the number five, com. Put in Leta 10 in the code and you'll get 10% off.
1: That's
0: it. All right, let's go to a quick break and we'll be right back.
1: Tired of experiencing bloating, eczema, diarrhea, or weight problems? Get to the root cause of your dietary discomforts with 5 Strands Affordable Testing. No need to schedule time off work. Just collect and send in 5 strands of your hair to see how intolerant your body is responding to over 600 common food items. Intolerance reactions are not life-threatening like allergies, but are responsible for most daily discomforts. Achieve your dietary and lifestyle goals by visiting 5Strands.com and ordering your at-home collection kit today.
0: Hello, everyone. As a listener of the Status Life with Lita podcast, you already know I'm attorney Derek Hayes. I've been practicing law in the state of Georgia now for over 26 years. My firm specializes in cases involving personal injury, catastrophic injury, nursing home abuse and any other situation where someone was injured by the negligence of others. As I've said before, if insurance companies ever resolve claims the way they should, I'd be out of a job, but I'm not worried about that happening. Did you know insurance adjusters are trained to pay you as little as possible to protect their company's bottom line? They say they're genuinely concerned about you, but really the goal is to settle the claim with you for far less money than you deserve. My job is to make sure they pay the full value of your claim and nothing less. You can speak directly with me by calling my office at 404-777-HURT. Visit my website at DerekMHays.com. Or check out my social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And be sure to catch my podcast, Injury Insider with Derek Hayes, wherever you enjoy your favorite podcast. I look forward to speaking with you. And we're back. Now, before we went to the break, she had posed a question to you. But, like usual, I wound <laughs> up finding out I'm going in the hot seat He didn't now. want
2: to, and I could see him squirming out of it. So, it, this is not bad. Derek doesn't like to be psychoanalyzed on the show. Yeah, but this is more metaphor,
3: so... Yeah. yeah, we'll
0: we'll go with metaphor. It sounds better than <laughs> psychoanalyze. Yeah.
3: Okay. So, Derek, what is your area of least satisfaction in your house? My closet. Okay, your closet. Can My you closet. describe your closet to me?
0: Yes. Uh, unorganized is the first word. Um, partly because I've still got. Um, mm-mm,
2: mm-mm.
0: I gotta find the time. Just
2: adjectives. We don't need the reason. Okay, he okay. always goes to the justification. That's the attorney adjectives. Side. To yeah. describe your closet.
0: Unorganized uh, is the best one, the first one. Um, what other ad- adjective would you throw out Stuffed. there? Stuffed. Stuffed. Okay, we'll go with that.
3: Are there piles of stuff? Are there clothes yes. on the floor? No, not
0: clothes. It's still boxes. We, we moved in, what,
2: a Two year? and a half years ago. Okay, two okay. and a half
0: years <laughs> ago. <laughs> but there's so many important things in those boxes. Yes, two and a half years ago, and I still have things in boxes. Um, so boxes, piles of
2: well, different boxes have Stone. gotten set in there, and right. I know that sure. is your justification. But, sure. Um,
0: and I've got a son who's off at college, and he's thrown some of his clothes in my closet. Okay, so uh, stuff
3: that's not yours. Correct.
2: Well, and we haven't gotten to this yet. I stopped him, but with the basement under construction, all Matthew's clothes got moved into Derek's closet. Okay. So sure. really, you know, where he even had some space, it got swallowed up. Sure. We, d- we had to hang Matthew's things.
0: Correct, so. correct.
3: And how do you feel when you are standing in that space? Like
0: I need to hire somebody to come in and clean it. Yeah. So is <laughs> it <I'm> a designer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Have we met?
0: I'm kidding. Uh, it's overwhelming to some extent is a good way to put it. Uh-huh. It's also, um, I, in my mind, I know where things are, but that's still not a good thing. They need to be organized much better so that. Uh, if I had my way, all the long sleeve shirts would be together, the short sleeve shirts, the slacks, the jeans, you know, everything would be organized where it'd be very easy to walk in at any point and get whatever I needed to get. Now they are somewhat in disarray because as things get washed and rehung, they just kind of get stuck wherever. As an attorney, I have a lot of suits, an awful lot of suits and dress clothes and ties and those kinds of things because I have to wear them frequently. Uh, so, again, that takes up a substantial amount of space. Also, shoes. Got to have the dress shoes for the black suit, the brown suit, the blue suit. Uh, shoes for going to Jamaica. Shoes for just everyday wearing around the house. Those kinds of things.
3: Yeah. It, yeah, you're stressing me out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So, now we're going to do the other part. Where okay. you pick an area of your house, or as I said, it could be your car, or your purse, that is so wonderful when you encounter it. If it's a
2: room, you feel
3: amazing when you're in it. So, think so of me that. Or you first? I'll,
2: I'll go first. Tag, you're uh, No, she pro- posed that question to me before the commercial break, so I have been thinking about it. I will say, because it's most recent, while I love our family room, I love it, it's, it's mm-hmm. perfect, and I sit there and it's very cozy, I most recently did an office renovation, and so... Oh, it just, it looks amazing. And we have two very large desks in the office. And I mentioned briefly that we have all the books. So our office is going to double as a library. But mm-hmm. right now, the shelves haven't started construction. So it's just perfect. It's decorated. It's done. I just sat there even the night it was finished. And I posted all of it on social media. I just thought it had the candle. It was just beautiful. It's pristine. Everything is in the right spot. And it's half done because I, I, so that's half, then about three quarters of the office. And then there's my side of the office that there's papers everywhere and it looks very unorganized, but it all has to be painted. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's, I had to do it in two parts, Yeah, you know, so, but I love it. I want to go with that because I, I can very distinctly remember how I felt the other night looking at that creation and it was perfect.
3: Yeah. How did you feel in your body?
2: I felt relieved Uh that all the clutter was gone, that the boxes, you know, where you have to unpack something to renovate it, everything had just been on the floor, and I finally got to organize, I finally got to put it all away, I finally finished the paintwork, all of it was done, I decorated the shelves, put some of our books up, and it it felt complete, it felt um, as if I had accomplished something, and it Mm -hmm. felt... Just uh, just the calm that, that comes over you, mm. like, ah, oh, this is what the angst has been about. Yes. Yes.
3: Okay, that is a perfect description. All right, Derek, your turn.
0: So my favorite place where I feel most comfortable around yes. the house. So I, it's soon to be the basement. We're very close to completing the basement, and it's going to be an escape area. With, okay. Uh, We're doing a theater and other rooms in there, so it, it's going to be a nice place to go and relax. But does the pool, swimming pool count as a yeah, real? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Because I, I really enjoy water. I grew up in the Panhandle of Florida. And so anytime, like the beach we were talking yes. about, I, I relax around water. Mm-hmm. So I love to be in the pool. Absolutely would spend every day, all day on a float in the pool and be content.
3: Yeah. Describe your pool area to me.
0: Uh, you know, There's a deck, there are chairs, but ultimately I'm in the water nonstop. Okay. So, so
3: how do, how is it in the water? Give me some adjectives.
0: Uh, refreshing, relaxing, um, <laughs> rejuvenating. <before we> <laughs> continue the re. Um, It's it's just nice. It, it's a place where you can. It's tranquil. It's it's um, calming. All yeah, those. There's of no clutter. Correct.
3: Okay. So now, as I read this list, I'm going to read yours first, Lita. Okay. I want you to think about another area of your life. That feels this way, not a room, not a purse, but an actual area of your life. It could be with your business, with parenting, with your relationship. Just see what pops into your head. Okay. Cluttered, unorganized, messy, stuff everywhere causes anxiety, some disappointment, frustration. It's embarrassing, creates a sensation of a racing heart and anxiety. Yeah. So what did you notice? What popped up?
2: Instantly, I was thinking about accounting, yeah. which is the, as a businesswoman and an entrepreneur, four LLCs going at one time, yeah. four QuickBooks accounts, four of everything, four bank accounts. Um, it became very, very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And now, even though some of them I've closed, some of them, I've opened, some of them are going in a new direction. I've had to really restructure everything coming out of burnout Mm -hmm. and scaling back. I'm going to circle back to that because that's where all it stemmed from. There's tons of legal boxes, you know, bank statements still roll in. Mm -hmm. I just have piles I need to sort. And it's that same feeling, right? It's the exact same feeling. Yes.
3: Okay. All right, Derek, your turn. As I read your list, see what pops into your head. Okay. Unorganized, stuffed full, um, stuffed full with Im- boxes with important things. Um, a lot of stuff that's not yours, other people's stuff, swallowing up your whatever time or space or energy.
0: Can I request you really read the list about the pool instead?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Overwhelming, a feeling of disarray, um, stuck.
0: Clutter is the word. That, yeah. That I'm
3: so kinda...
2: curious what your answer is going to be. Cause I really don't know what I feel.
0: Disappointment to some extent.
3: Yeah, so he got the
0: question. (laughs) No, well, she talked about the feeling when when I read this.
3: Yeah, so what area of your life Uh, is similar to those feet, has you know a similar impact on your body? Or
2: if she read that list, what area of your life most closely correlates with that list? So hmm. it's not the space of your closet.
0: Well, you mentioned the accounting side of things. I'll say this I'm not a marketing person. Yeah. I'll get back to my law firm. That's why Lita is perfect for the the position she's taken now at the firm and doing the marketing for me. I want to practice law. I do not want to deal with marketing. Yeah, I'm not really, in the grand scheme of things, I'm not a great Facebook person. I know really nothing at all about Instagram because I don't use it.
3: Yeah,
0: uh, Facebook is probably the only thing I'm familiar with, but you got YouTube, you got LinkedIn, you got all these other marketing things.
3: It's like all those boxes it's sitting correct, around in correct. your it's closet. It's all those
0: different areas that I Just would rather not deal with.
3: Yeah, swallowing up your time, swallowing (laughs) up your energy, just like your closet. (laughs) Correct. There you go. (laughs) Okay. Now, as I read this other list, Lita, I want you to tell me an area of your life that feels similar to this. Okay. All right. So it is beautiful, pristine, everything is in the right spot, relief, completed, accomplished, calm, free of angst.
2: Hmm. What?
0: What makes you feel like that?
2: Are you wanting me to say you? Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Duh. (laughs) That's why I'm staring at you. I'm like, it took you that long? No. No. (laughs) No, it's
2: it's not. Not at all. And that's probably 100% the right answer because I was going through, is it my kids? No. And they're wonderful and and everything is going well with them but there's a lot of angst there because yeah. they're tweens. Don't and do a should, though. So. No, that's what I mean. I, it didn't. I, I was going, is it Status Life with Lita? No. You know, is it the blah? You know, it's all the... And everything was mm-hmm. a no. And then I looked over at him and went, there it is. It's my marriage. Yeah. Yeah. That's the part that is on easy street.
3: Yeah, that's the calm.
2: That's the... Oh, absolutely. Yes.
3: Yeah. Good answer.
0: I know. I feel. Like, I feel like we're playing What's the Game Show? Uh, good answer. All right, Derek. Answer. What about you?
3: What's your... <laughs> swimming pool in life what feels relaxing refreshing rejuvenating tranquil
0: well she already said it and that was because i was going to say that the marriage our, i think that she and i jive very well together we play off of each other's strengths and weaknesses we uh thoroughly enjoy our time together just coming back from jamaica it was just us yeah which is and while we were there and we do other trips together just the two of us we always make the comment, it's always so much better and smoother and just more fun in mm-hmm. our mind when we reconnect and we have that time together.
3: Yeah, that, this makes so much sense and y'all are so well paired. All right, so what does this have to do with burnout, right? Right. Okay, so having too many irons in the fire, especially with your career, it can feel like a chaotic room. It can have that same feeling as like the garage that's stuffed full and cluttered and unorganized. And you're like, I don't even know where to start. I've just got so much to do. And so the goal is to take the tiniest possible steps one after another to make that part of your life that feels completely chaotic and unorganized and unpleasant and make it more like that area of your life that feels tranquil, calm, organized, beautiful, pristine. And so it's sort of how is this like that? Um, So what is something you could do? Let's just look at the garage. Let's take the whole life off of the table right now. What is some teeny tiny, ridiculously easy step you could do to make the garage feel more
2: like your office? We could get four bike hooks and hang the bikes. Okay. To get them up and off the garage floor. Does
3: that feel doable? Oh, yes. Okay. This is the reaction that I'm looking for. I need for. you to do that on set. That's what <laughs> I was I was waiting for that. All
0: <laughs> that, right. That was kind of the next step given it was given that she was going so to point to.
3: But it would. That yes. four
2: things just up and off. Yes. yes. Right, cuz when you look at the big picture, it is too overwhelming. I want to say the big picture really quick while we're on this because my mind is like, "Oh, it feels really overwhelming." So, most everything in the garage is because the basement is under construction. Yeah. And so, and we've been buying pieces, you know, we're buying some furniture. Mm -hmm. We have a huge chandelier taking up a big portion of the garage that couldn't go in the basement, you know, with flooring being done, it would get broken. And so the closer we get to finishing this huge renovation, everything will leave the garage and it's moving day. And I keep saying, I cannot wait for moving day. I cannot wait. Because all I can finally clean out the clutter and put everything in its place. So there is an end to this, but Mm -hmm. it still feels overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And so what about your real life? So you've got the accounting piece of it that feels just as big and overwhelming. So what is the most ridiculously easy step you could take to make that feel more like the peaceful, calm?
2: I think it is something that I learned from the mastermind. And this sounds like the most... Simple thing, and yet it has been life changing for me. Which is the time blocks. Yeah, and I realized through this burnout process and all the tips and the healing and and everything that I've done and and shared with my listeners, I don't think I am a phenomenal time management person. I, as you know, as much as I can accomplish, it doesn't mean I'm accomplishing it well. And I love, love, love. Okay, for this hour, and I have to physically set a timer, and I have even had to go put my phone in -hmm. another room and do nothing but that project at one hour time blocks. So, taking and saying, okay, if it's Monday, I all day would be overwhelming Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of other things that have to get done. But let's do an hour today, and maybe tomorrow I'll have thirty minutes. But you know, making a real effort to start chipping away in small doses of time.
3: Decluttering your life is a way to, if you're worried about getting burned out again, it's a way to just, just like when you leave a room, you pick up little things that are on the floor, you put them away. You know, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
3: All right, Derek, your turn.
0: (laughs) So I like the time block thing. That's kind of a good idea. I need to put some time blocks aside to clean my closet but apparently this weekend I'm hanging bicycle hooks yeah so my first time block is going to be to hang bicycle hooks hang so bikes.
3: what is the most ridiculously easy step a step that you're like oh yeah of course I could do that to make this closet feel more like a swimming pool
0: to I think to start the organization process would be to take all my suits and put them in one section in the closet all the mm-hmm. dress shirts in another section and you know short sleeve shirts or uh, you know other casual shirts, if you want to call it that, so that by organizing a section of the closet as to where they're all you know allocating the spot for those things, then I can start with the boxes underneath and the yeah the things up on top of the shelves that need to be gone through and unpacked and uh, again, she mentioned it the basement when it's done, I can finally get those things out of my closet that aren't mine anyway, yeah, that just got shoved in there, so to speak, yeah. Uh, With all the the construction that's gone on, and we first had to to do some demo work to even be able to get in there to do the construction. All that wound up in my closet. A lot of it did
3: So organizing the suits.
0: We'll go with that. Organizing suits.
3: Does that feel very doable? Yes. Okay. Yes. And what is something you could do with your social media that feels kind of overwhelming? I could yell, Lita! I
0: know. (laughs) That's (laughs) what I was thinking. I know. You know, again, I just, I don't, I don't have the knowledge. Um, Yeah. And I don't understand Instagram that much because I I really, truly have never posted anything on Instagram. It's been her. Facebook, I do understand a lot better than that because it's been around much longer. But I think deferring it all to her has been a tremendous asset because I'm getting a lot more social media traction.
2: One little step, though, I would interject because I do this, and I think it should come from you, is if I do a post or a video or push out some content and even if it's a Google review and we had discussed this the other day, but taking it to social media, if, if somebody makes a comment on a post or a video that I've pushed out of you, you should be the one to go in and thank them. No, I get that. that, Those are little steps, but it makes it more personal. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, Derek was the greatest attorney in the world. And instead of, you know, Thank you for letting us handle, you say, you you know, you were wonderful too. Like those little, that's Mm -hmm. a baby step.
0: And that's also a block of time. Yeah. I don't take the time at the desk. That's a really good idea. I don't take my time at my desk to say, okay, I'm going to spend the next 30 minutes checking out the social media. Sure. What comments were there? What things clients Mm -hmm. said? Even Google reviews. Uh, We've done some things to boost the number of Google reviews for the firm because in the past- I always say, hey, I appreciate you coming in and letting me represent you, work for you, work with you, and I'd appreciate a Google review. And generally people say, oh, yeah, sure, I'll do that. But they never do. And so we've done some things to help prompt them to do it while they're physically there at the office, and it's been a tremendous change in the numbers, and and I'm seeing a lot of response from that. But you're right. I do need to take time to respond to all those individual comments. Only
3: Only if it gives you that swimming pool
2: feeling.
0: I will make sure I put on floaties.
2: No, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah. If it feels stressful and like it if it's, it's adding something feeling. to your plate, then no. Okay. But only if you said, okay, I need to take a break from reading these medical records. Uh-huh. I'm going to set a timer for 30 minutes and go on social media. Go sit
0: by the pool with my laptop.
2: That's yeah. fine. Or 10 minutes. There go. Yeah. There you go.
3: You keep backing it down until it feels very manageable. This is wonderful. And yeah, so Lita, this is a way with you kind of easing back into it to sort of um, declutter yeah. your schedule, your time.
2: And I love that word. And I use that word and we've even done a full show. On decluttering, but different, not not mm-hmm. so much um, with your mind yeah. and your schedule. We were talking as an interior designer decluttering, right? Mm-hmm. And um, this is a whole different way to look at it and extremely relevant because, it, again, I'm I'm sitting in a very fear-based time of my life not being as productive as I need to be because I'm afraid of burnout. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid to go back into the exhaustion, and, you know, I called the hamster on a wheel analogy yeah. all the time. My listeners have probably heard me say that's how I felt, and yeah. I just don't want to go back to that. I like my life right now. It is more balanced. Every day is not perfect, but um, I'm afraid as I add more of status life with Lita to my plate that I'll be right back in burnout, and I don't want that to happen.
3: Yeah, so you have to stop on a daily basis and evaluate what gave you that garage feeling Mm -hmm. and what gave you that pristine office feeling. And the goal is to slowly whittle down and do less of the garage-type things or take tiny little steps that make you feel better about it. But every day you have to pause and look at that and say, okay, Lita, what gave you that feeling of being in the garage with all the clutter, all the chaos?
2: Yeah, that's absolutely perfect and brilliant. And I thank you for that. And I hope our listeners were following through. And just like, you know, I would think about the questions um, that everybody thought for themselves. What are their areas? And this is called the Living Space Tool. Yeah. And I really appreciate you doing this exercise with us. Well,
3: thanks right. for playing along.
0: Well, now it's my time to jump in. So I've been in the hot seat. Lita's been in the hot seat. I want to ask you the same question because I want to learn from your example as to how you approached the the, the difficult spot in life and the things that brought you joy and how you you applied it to your own situation.
3: Yeah, so social media is also my area of least satisfaction. And part of it was just inexperience and feeling overwhelmed with the technology part of it. And I've tried to take my own advice and pay attention to how I feel in my body when I'm doing that. How can I make it feel a little bit better and how can I take the tiniest possible steps? And so I've slowly educated myself on how to make a reel, how to do this. Um, but yes, yeah, some days I just say, I, I don't feel like doing this, and I'm going to put that on the back burner, and I'm going to come back to it. Or I'm going to like somebody's comment, and that is all I am going to do today.
0: <laughs> I understand. Yeah. So with that being said, you, you talked, I'm going to kind of go back in time too, you talked about eight years ago was when you had this epiphany, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that, and you were, I don't want to say upset, but disappointed to some extent that you weren't going to miss missing time from work. Was that because you felt like you needed to recharge your battery to, to be refreshed, to be able to go back in after a week or a few weeks of being home, recovering from an injury, which is not a yeah, fun thing. No,
3: it was a trapped feeling. I, and it was, you know, in hindsight, it was, I had the keys to my own prison cell and I didn't realize it. I wanted to blame everybody else, the doctor, the patients, the Mm -hmm. pay, the time I was spending away from home. And it took something like that to sort of slap me out of it and make me realize I have a choice. I am choosing to be in this situation and I'm choosing to suffer. And so, um, yeah, that, that's a big thing with burnout that I try to, I try to nail that point home is you have
2: a choice. This is a wake up call. Mm -hmm. Well, and it, I'm just thinking of my own when I had the store and I felt, I have all these vendors, I have this huge staff, I have this big space, I have Mm -hmm. rent to pay. I mean, I had all this weight on my shoulders and I felt very trapped and I don't know if I've ever thought about it with that. Word.
0: That's why I turned to look to you because when she said that, that's what I thought about. Yeah, yeah. And I
2: never thought I could get out of it. Yeah. And I was able to get out of it and it was something, I mean, we've Mm -hmm. talked about this a lot. Um, It was a commercial lease and it was time to resign and the numbers were unattainable Mm -hmm. and it really forced me out. And because now they I nearly, look at it,
0: they nearly quadrupled your rent. That's why. The yeah, were.
2: no, it was on it for the store. You know, it's not a personal rent, but you, you know, I knew the numbers yeah. well. Um, I may have chaotic accounting, but I'm actually really good at it. And so I knew what the numbers were, but I couldn't see it until that slap on the face happened, yeah. you know, and it was, we can't afford this. We're going to close the store. We'll try to find a new space. And when I was free from it, I went, I had this choice all mm-hmm. along. Yeah. And I had no idea. I thought I was just in it so thick with the responsibility and the weight of the world on my shoulders. And I I hadn't been in a lease in, what, a year and a half? About yep. 18 yep. months. And I could have walked away at any point, mm-hmm. And I didn't know. I just got I chill bumps. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. It really is.
3: I mean, it is It is an aha. And when I can get clients to that point, that's when they start thinking, maybe i could you know fill in the blank yes. or what if i you know and that's an exciting stage
2: well, thank you so much for your time yeah. and your expertise in being here. I want you to take a second and share with all of our listeners if they would love to work with you, if they need more of this in their life, how can they find you and the services that you offer?
3: Yeah, so I offer coaching. Um, you can go to my website, H O P E C O O K dot com. You can check out my website, Recharting Your Life with Hope, um, and find me on Instagram, Coach Hope Cook.
2: Your name is perfect for what you do, (laughs) right? You're just going to give everybody hope. I love it. Oh, well, thank you again. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Um, You could be a
0: culinary expert. Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) And as you all know, thank you, thank you for listening. I am Lita, Lita Brooks-Hayes, since we are married one Mm -hmm. year. My website, statuslifewithlita.com. It is up. The blog is there. Uh, I'm still working on the online store, but there's lots of good stories. All of these podcasts are there. My email, if you'd like to have any correspondence with me directly, is statuslifewithlita at gmail.com. And all of these stories, the blog, the reels, the office project, uh, the kidney Adventure I'm getting ready to go on. We've podcasted about all of this. It's all being shared on my Instagram. That's the number one hub for this. And that also filters to the blog. Uh, Everything I post on Instagram lives over there too. And that is Status Life with Lita. It's all very simple. You can find me just the name of the podcast.
0: I don't brag about you again because you're now featured this month. And Best Self Atlanta Magazine, yes. the article regarding the kidney donor athletes. Yeah, they and did. I had
2: no three idea. Three volcano
0: climb in Guatemala. Yeah,
2: I thought they were going to just do a little paragraph of their give back, and I got a full page. Wow. It mm-hmm. was, I love it. What an honor. And, and a fashion
0: show coming up soon mm-hmm. that you'll be in. and All yes. to raise funds for the kidney donor athletes. Yeah. Um,
2: it's gonna be amazing. I'm nervous. Um, haven't walked in a fashion show since. <laughs> Meant a long. It's been almost 20 years. So I did do some of that in my younger 20s, but it's been a long time. So, but I will say I'm nervous because Miss Georgia, Mrs. Universe, um, there are some huge heavy hitters in this fashion show. They'll all be
0: in the same. Fashion there's
2: me. That is life with later. It's gonna be fabulous.
0: <laughs> It'll be wonderful. You'll be, be, be great. fine. Well, again, thank you, Hope, for being here today and, and sharing some in, incredible information. I think we've all gained something from that. And, Lita, like you said, everybody go follow her social media. Thank you. Follow the stories coming up. And also, too, there's going to be a documentary crew on the uh, the three volcano climb yeah. in Guatemala. So there's a lot more we'll, to learn we'll about that. We'll keep
2: talking all about that. And if you need an attorney, if you've been injured in any way, Derrick Hayes Law. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Well, thank you again very much for joining us on Status Life with Lita, presented by Business Radio X, Derek Hayes Law, and Five Strands Affordable Testing. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and Lita's Instagram, Status Life with Lita, so you don't miss any upcoming shows. This program and all other shows are available on your favorite podcast apps. Until next time, for Lita Brooks-Hayes, I'm Derek Hayes, and you're listening to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X.